Good morning. My name is Zanella Madonna and I am a Chartered Accountant as well as a Certified Executive and Management Coach. In this series, which is called 5 to CA, I'll be spending about five minutes or less to give you tips to develop your career as a Chartered Accountant trainee. In this particular series, we'll be tackling time. When it comes to time, is a pillar. Time is the greatest pillar of all. If you can understand time, you can develop yourself as a chartered accountant trainee. So let's think about it this way. When it comes to time, think about yourself as well as your employer, right? The employer that gave you the opportunity to actually do your training with them, right? From your perspective as well as their perspective, time equals to money, right? So when I say money, we are not only talking about your salary. Money can be the current money that you'll be earning, which is your salary, or it can be deferred. It can be tangible and it can be intangible as well. So let's think about this. Money, we said that it can be current, deferred, tangible, and intangible, right? So if your employer is a business, and I encourage you to always think of your employer as a business. If your employer is a business and you are a service provider, how is your relationship working and who is compensating who for what? Let's dive into that. Let me give you an example. Let's say you are an audit trainee. What happens is that you have standard hours where your employer is paying you to complete the work as well as to learn on the job. Remember, you are employed as a trainee, not as a qualified individual. So your standard pay is actually towards you learning as well as you completing the job, right? And you should understand that in your learning process, there is a learning curve. So the higher you go within the levels of your trainee program, um, the more you can contribute and the more you can benefit yourself as well as the employer whilst you are learning. Right. So taking this into account, let's move to our second point, whereby we talk about recording the time, right? And how to distinguish whether the time you have spent should yield a compensation currently or it should be deferred. Should this be a tangible compensation or should this be an intangible one? Let's talk about it. This one requires honesty. What do I mean about that? This one requires you to be honest about efficiency. One, have I been efficient, right? So whenever you are working and you have recorded your hours, you have to split them between the ones where you were efficient and the ones where you were not efficient, right? Let's talk more about inefficiencies. Who can cause inefficiencies? One, the inefficiencies can be caused by yourself, where you are not being productive, you are tired, you are distracted. We all know that. Two, the inefficiencies can be created by your employer, where maybe your computer is not working, they didn't give you some Wi-Fi, 
um, it has to do with you not being able to work because of the resources that they were not able to provide. Three, the inefficiencies can be caused by your client, whereby the client is not giving you the information, thus you cannot be able to complete your job. So what do we do there? If the inefficiency is caused by yourself, that is time, value, money lost, right? Does that have anything to do with anyone other than yourself? No. So does it mean you have to record it on the timesheet? No. Why? Because you are inefficient. Even if you do record it, it's not billable. This is a non-billable and I don't even know what it's doing on your timesheet, right? Because remember, we're not talking about the times where you are going to training that would have been booked already. So this is your inefficiencies. You are tired. You are distracted. Don't book this. This has nothing to do with anyone. Number two, if the inefficiency is caused by your employer, that is maybe you're having IT issues, da, 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 da. What do you do then? In this instance, you record that time. You record every second that you had you had to spend talking to IT, waiting on IT, and your employer should be aware of this. Number three, if the inefficiency is in line with your client, your client just didn't give you the information. Let's think about this. If the client is not giving you the information, you do not have the capacity to work. So why are you billing hours saying you were waiting for information? It does not make sense, right? Whenever the client doesn't give you information, you stop and you communicate that to the managers. You communicate that to the teams. And then you continue with another task. If you don't have another task, ask your manager if you can help with something else that can be more valuable to the business. Right. Okay. So now let's move on to the efficient time. So this is where you are making money for the business. So obviously, if you're making money for the business, you should be making money for yourself as well. So you should be able to split this time between the time that you originally agreed with, with your employer, that is the money that you gain, you're getting paid as a salary. Your employer said, for example, you need to work eight hours, eight efficient hours so that you can earn your salary. So this one is a fixed earning and you can't cheat your employer on this. You can't be going to work and you're inefficient yet you still want to earn, right? So that one is a standard one. But now let's talk about a second after the eight hours. Let's say you got to work at eight. Now it's five o'clock. You've been efficient from eight to five. The second you work, the second you work after five, right? The second you work. And I do take into account the fact that other firms will say the first hour is not billed. And I do get why it's not built it's because they're taking into account any efficiencies that might happen right so let's say the second that you are able to claim over time you should be recording all of that you should be recording everything right so whether overtime is paid or not <laughs> you should be recording this so what do i mean about this each second that is over and above your eight hours that are efficient should be considered as 
deferred remuneration, right? So what do I mean about that? What I mean about this is that this will either be paid as overtime payment or it can be paid as bonus. Or the third one, this can be paid as in your competencies, when you are completing your competencies and when you are building your brand with regards to what you have done to build this business, you can factor this in, of which that is the intangible part. So we are going to conclude this and I'm just going to remind you that in everything here that we spoke about, what you need to remember is that time is money. Your employer is a business. You are a service provider. And in everything, you have to consider the fact that the compensation can be current or it can be deferred. It can be tangible or intangible. And in recording everything, you have to consider your efficiency. Thank you. That's it from me. I'll see you in another official episode. Bye. Shop.